Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. As we adapt in this season of pandemic, we are meeting in our house churches in person and online as a primary space for worship, formation, connection, and encouragement. Teachings like this are one way we engage with scripture seeking to become more like Christ. These teaching podcasts also serve as a conversation starter for deeper engagement at House Church. We're glad you're listening. So I want to ask a question, right? We talk a lot about Jesus in church. What do you think it would have been like to be with Jesus when he was healing people, when he was fishing with the disciples, when he was hanging out? Like, how do you think it would have felt to be with Jesus? Like, what kind of person do you think he'd be like? Like, give me some characteristics. Go ahead. Crazy. I like that. So we'll we'll try this microphone, Tyler, if we can get this on so that way I can have everybody here. So we'll just say that one more time. He would be? Crazy. Crazy. What else? What are some other things that we think Jesus would be like? (gasps) In Southwest world. Yeah. What else? Extremely kind. Extremely kind. Intelligent. Intelligent. Oh, man, you guys are great. What else? Epic. I like that word, epic. Being with Jesus would be epic. Anything else? Like one more. Bennett. Bennett, check. Yes. Miraculous. Miraculous. Okay. That's good. That's good. So I think hanging out with Jesus is pr- it probably would be uh, mind-blowing, would probably be the word that I would think. And yeah, really kind, epic, amazing. Do you think he was fun to be with? I think, I think the disciples, when they spent time with Jesus, they were just like, he's so much fun. There's something about him, right? I think so. Okay, so um, we celebrated about a month ago, we celebrated Easter. Can you guys tell me what's Easter all about? What is Easter all about? Yes. She's good. It's all good. What is Easter all about? Yeah, so Jesus rose from the dead, right? So right, right before that, so imagine if you're a disciple and you're hanging out with Jesus and you see him die, you know, he's crucified, he's dead, he's buried, and then he rises again from the dead. Like, how do you think you would respond? Like, just show me facial expression. Adults too. Like, how do you respond if your buddy who you just saw crucified three days before is hanging out eating breakfast with you a few days later? Show me facial expression. Look at the parent. Like, seriously, guys, look at this. This is kind of lame. Like, okay, like actual face, like... Use your bodies. Like, we're not just like, huh? This is not emoji time. There we go. Get Dan, that's good. How about you guys? Can you show me some amazing facial expressions, like body, full body facial expressions? Crazy, right? Like, oh my gosh, tongue half out the side, what's going on? So, Easter's this big, 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 big day in the church. Well, after that, Jesus says, it says that he spends 40 days, 50 days, 40 days with the disciples. And with, he said that he saw a load of, like around 500 people. People saw him. Jesus spent time with people after he rose again. And then there's this other holiday that we celebrate called Ascension Day. What do you think happened on Ascension Day? I'll tell you. Go ahead. You got an idea? Yes, nailed it. He goes up to heaven. Ascension Day is the day when he goes up to heaven. And then the church celebrates a day about 10 days later called Pentecost. Have you guys ever heard of the word Pentecost? Yeah, what, so what is Pentecost? Yes. 
It's a, okay, it's a place, right? They, they, ha, they experience it in a place. What else? What do you know about Pentecost? You guys are like, I don't know. There's some interesting things. Well, the Pentecost is, Pentecost is the birthday of the church. So that's the church's birthday. In fact, the church will celebrate it in a week or so, um, but we're going to talk about it today. And it's such a beautiful day because that's when the church is given this amazing gift and he's given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so there's something awesome. Jesus says throughout the, the scripture that, hey, you want the Holy Spirit to come. It's good. He says in John's gospel, he said, it's good that I'm leaving you because when I come back or because I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to be with you. And if you knew how good the Holy Spirit was, you'd be really excited. And so who is the Holy Spirit? What do you guys think? Who, and adults too. Who is the Holy Spirit? Yes. He's God. Per yes. What else? Benta, what do you got? The Spirit of Jesus. Yeah, that's great. He's God. He's the Spirit of Jesus. What else? Adults. Who's the Holy Spirit? Our comforter. Yeah, good, good. What are some other ones? Adults. Yeah, guide that shows us what to do. Our intercessor. You guys know what the word intercessor means? No, okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's good. Yeah, what else? Gives, gives us joy and peace, yeah. So what do you, why do you think we would need the Holy Spirit? So I think here are some things. I want you guys to think about this because it says that he empowers us. What does it mean to be empowered? You ever been empowered? You've been empowered before, Honor? Okay, what does it mean to be empowered? Right, it like does something inside of us that just builds up, right? It's like huge, and it's God just coming in and doing all his work. What else? So it's something about, like, I think I, I'm tracking with you here. It's like the, whole, the power kind of builds something that, that is, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, okay, so it's like something that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes. Yeah? Awesome. I can't wait to hear about that. He said this, this power has happened to him before, which I'm, we're excited to jump into. So... Um, he also gives us courage and swagger. You guys ever have swagger? You know what swagger is? Yeah, we know what swagger is, right? Yeah, he, he fills us with power and with swagger to tell other people about Jesus. He comforts us. I mean, we heard that when things are hard. He gives us all gifts. He tells us how loved we are by God. He speaks to us. And so Pentecost is the day when the Holy Spirit is activated in the followers of Jesus. And in a few minutes, we're going to tell the story. I'm going to read it, and we're going to hear the story, but we're also going to act it out a little bit, okay? Does that sound good? Because I think that's how we learn best. And so as a church, your mom and dad and the other people here, the adults in the church, we've been actually going through this idea of what does it mean to, to do life in the Spirit? And so we know that the Holy Spirit is God. We know that the Holy Spirit is important. We know that there's something about that happens in the church that when the Holy Spirit comes, it changes everything. He changes everything. 
And so I appreciate this story. So what, for those of you adults that are around, if you have your Bibles, open up to Acts chapter 2. And you guys, I need you to listen. I'm going to have you participating here very soon, okay? All right. So when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. So can I have most of the adults try to get into that center section so we can sort of see what it looks like to have everybody in one place? There we go. Just go. You're going to have to sit next to each other. We want to get the feel. Yes, the full feel of, hey, we were all together in one place. There we go. Fill up all the chairs in the middle. You, the people on the outside, that's okay. You can stay outside. You, you can, we'll, we'll have another job for you. All right. Okay. All right. So, thank you, guys. Thank you. Suddenly... A sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were. What do you guys think that was like? Do you think it was like that? I don't know. That doesn't seem violent and powerful like what wind should be. Maybe there's a different way we can sort of picture the sound. Like, what do you think wind sound makes? Like, make some wind noise. Yeah, now we're talking. That's what I'm talking about. Wind like that. Powerful wind. Adult, like what kind of wind? Like make some noise here. That doesn't sound very violent and scary. Like wind. Loud, loud wind. Yeah. Boo! Just like moving along the trees. Fantastic. Okay. So the wind fills the whole house. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. So we've got some, we've got some crowns here, and we're going to have you guys go ahead and put on, uh, put on a crown of fire. Um, it won't fit my head, so this is the closest thing I have because the Phillies are on fire right now. Um, thank you for Bryce Harper coming back. On top. Good, good, good. Get it on top. Nice. We have a couple extras, some adults, if you guys want. I love that we have some people out there. A few others. Thank you, guys. Now, here's a question. So I want you guys to imagine. You're all hanging out in a room, and all of a sudden, a sound like a violent wind comes through, and then fire comes in and sits on everybody's head. And it seems like the disciples are filled with joy. What do you think that would look like? I want you to stand up and show us. Like, what would it look like to be filled with joy, to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Just show me. Like, stand up, up on your feet. Um, show the adults what being filled with the Spirit would look like. Show me. Like, crazy, right? Let's, yeah, there we go, like this. I mean, we're just going crazy, up and down, side and side, think song. Good, okay. This is what's happening. All right, you guys can take a seat again. And then, as they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So I want you to just, how many, some of you know other languages, most of you don't. So I want you to just talk. Just talk in what you think a different language would sound like. Let's just hear it loudly. Ready? Go ahead. There we go. One, two, three, go. A little bit louder. A little bit louder. A little bit louder. There we go. Good, 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 good. Perfect. All right. So this is happening. This is wild. This is crazy. The disciples are probably thinking, what is going on? 
but there seems to be this joy. So the Holy Spirit has come and there's something beautiful that's taking place. All right, so now back to the, the story. Now, they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, a crowd came to be, together in bewilderment. And adults, this is where I'm going to like act bewildered. You're the crowd. Okay, guys, look over here. This is what bewilderment looks like. Good, 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 good. Because each one had heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't these people who are speaking Galileans from Lansdale and Hatfield? Then how is that each of us hears them in our own language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts of Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongue. So I'm going to count the three, and I want every, everybody think of something that you just love about God. Just think, think of it. Just get it in your head. Like, what's one thing you love about who God is? I'm going to count the three, and I want you to yell it out as loud as you can. Okay? Ready? Did, you, did everyone have one? Raise your hand when you got one. Okay, now, I don't need inside voices. Okay? I need out. I want, I want our adults to be, oh my gosh, my ears hurt. Okay? All right, so when you got one, raise your hand. I'm going to count the three. We're going to yell them out as loud as we can. Ready? One. Two, three. God is awesome! Good. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Can you guys ask each other, what does this mean? What does this mean? Good, 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 good. Some, some of you, however, made fun and said, they've had too much candy. Can I have somebody? <laughs> And then, guys, I'm going to need a Peter. Can somebody be Peter? Pop up. Then Peter stood up with the 11. He raised his voice and addressed the crowd, saying, fellow Jews. Fellow yeah, I'll let you read that. Go ahead. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this. Listen carefully to what I do. These people are not hyper on candy, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet. Dude, just high five. That was awesome. Hold on, stay here, stay here. Okay, so you are, you, you've got this inner Peter. Go for it, man. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Wait a minute, all people? All people. Wait, all people? All people. Okay. All people. Your sons and daughters will... Prophesy. Your young men will see vision. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and bellows of smoke. Here we go, right back here. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Wait, hold on. Who? So only some people who call on the name of the Lord? No. Everyone. Everyone who calls on the name yeah, of the Lord. everyone. Okay, this is really good news, guys. I just, I, yeah, say that one more time to them. Everyone! Who what? Who calls on the name of the Lord will be? <laughs> saved. Saved, okay. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Dude, this is good news. Okay, all right, here we go. Hello, Israelites. Listen to this. Jesus of, Naz 
Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited. accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did among you through them. As you, as you yourselves know, this man was handled o handed over to you by God's deliberate, deliberate plan and foreknowledge. For knowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Wow. Okay, so guys, that's really good news. Peter, nailed it. Take a seat. So guys, let me just ask a quick question again. So. It says that everyone who calls the name of the Lord will be what? Saved. Like, how crazy is that? Like, that's really good news. And the same God that was put to death, what did God do? Did he leave him dead? What did he do? Yeah. Yep, and we all, and he got raised from the dead, right? Yeah. Yes, so amazing. All right, so this is what happens a little further down. Um, Peter, I'm gonna have to hop you hop back up here, Sid. So Peter continues to preach, and then he go he comes to here. He goes, "Hello, Israelites. I can tell you confidently that the patriarch, patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him." on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God was raised, that God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it exalted to the right hand of God. He has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit that, and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, the Lord said to my, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let, the, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus from who, for who crucified both Lord and Messiah. Dang. So Jesus is Lord and Messiah. So this is what I want you to do. And this is what I need you guys to do, okay? On the count of three, I need you to yell as loud as you can, Jesus is Lord. Okay? Ready? One, two, three. Jesus is Lord. Okay, a little bit louder this time. Ready? One, two, three. Jesus, Jesus is, Lord. is Lord. One more time. One, two, three. So the whole sermon that Peter just preached after he was filled with the Holy Spirit basically comes down to this beautiful statement that Jesus is Lord. Like that is a powerful statement. Does anyone know that phrase in a different language? Yes. Dennis, yell it out. Thank you. Anybody else?
My friends, like this is the beautiful word that is preached on the morning of Pentecost. When the Spirit comes, it gives Peter and his disciples the ability to proclaim in all these different languages that Jesus is Lord. So all you folks who just said in different languages, can I count to three? And could you yell out that phrase in your language again? Ready? One. And if we could also join with Uche, because she had her hand in the air, because you can't say Jesus is Lord with your hands on your lap. You need to put your hand in the air. So let's try that one more time. And those of you that are English speakers, I want you to yell it as loud as you can with your hands in the air as well, because this is a declaration of what happens when the Holy Spirit comes in the church. Ready? One, two, three. So when the people heard this, so you folks out here, (laughs) Peter, fantastic work. You can take a seat. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. What is that? What does that look like, adults? Okay, you were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the apostles, Peter, I'm sorry, you need to stand back up again. Peter, 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 back over. And so they say, brothers, what shall we do? Let let me hear that. And Peter replies... Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So wait, wait, if they get baptized uh, in the name of Jesus and their sins are forgiven, they will receive what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. One more time. The gift of the Holy Spirit. So the promise is, and then you keep, sorry, this is, you keep going. The, the promise is for you. Wait, hold on. I need you to, like, just get all of the Peter that you have in you. Uh, there we go. <laughs> that's, that's it. Frothing at the mouth. You got it. I love it. So The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all who the Lord or, or God will call. Yes. So, so the Spirit is a promise for all your children and all who are far off. Dang. Okay. Good job, Peter. Everyone give Peter a huge round of applause. So with many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted this message were baptized and about five, about 3,000 were added to their numbers that day. is that the disciples, after Jesus died and they spent time with them, they were still scared, right? Can you imagine having the guy that you hung out with be chased down, crucified, and put to death, and everybody knows that you were their friends? That's kind of a scary place to be, right? And so they were huddled in this room, and they were waiting because Jesus said, go to this room and wait. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit. And my guess is that the disciples probably were like, well, how will we know? And Jesus was like, oh, you'll know. He's like, you know, in the movies where it's like, well, how will we know the sign? Or like, don't worry, you'll, you'll see the sign. But, but think about it. They're waiting in the room, they're praying, and they're rejoicing. And when the Holy Spirit comes on them, these disciples who were afraid, who were scared, but who loved and trusted Jesus, all of a sudden something came out. And the, the, the sound like a violent wind rushes through, 
We see the beauty of like people hearing Jesus as Lord proclaimed in their languages. 3,000 people get saved. Could we do a baptism with 3,000 people at the part where we normally do baptism? We could. It'd be pretty tough though. We'd probably run out of water after a while. But there's something that's so amazing the Holy Spirit is doing. And I think what's, what, what I really appreciate too, let me get this. Oh, it's up here. Is what Jesus says, or what Peter says, is that, hey, when you, when you are baptized, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I think that's so important for us, for us adults to remember. Something that Mr. Tim talk, taught about a few weeks ago is he just said, you know, we just have to ask for the Holy Spirit to come. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to have you guys help me. We're going to take some of these boxes. And all you adults, I want you to hold your hand out. We, we don't take the Holy Spirit. We don't, you know, just do what we, we receive. So let me just hold your hands out in a posture of, of reception. And I, I want our kids, they're going to come. They're going to take their time. Um, but they're just going to come. And what I need you guys to do is for each adult, I need you to look them in the eye like this, okay? So I'll just practice on Clyde. Receive the Holy Spirit. And that's it. And then I want you to get another box and just work all the way down. But I want you to look them in the eye and say, receive the Holy Spirit. Okay? You guys help me with that? All right. Let's hand out some of these boxes. Some of the leaders that are here, if you could give me a hand too, that'd be awesome. And then every person. And what do you guys say? Receive what? Receive the Holy Spirit. Perfect. All right. Go ahead. And you can come back and get more. We're going to take our time with this. Adults, I want you to just experience this. All right, if there's any parent that hasn't got one, I want you to raise your hands or any adult that hasn't gotten one. I didn't get one yet either. Honor, can I get one? Honor. Thank you. Thank you. I did get double. I, did, I got the Elijah portion. All right. Guys, take a seat. Um, you guys can sit back down. Actually, just sit in these chairs over here because I want you to listen and be part of this too. This, adults, what does it feel like to have a, a, a child, I'll take those, bud, just give you the box and hear those words? I would just love to hear some reflection. What is that? How does that move your soul? Power. Yeah, empowering. Special. Tangible. Yeah. Personal. 
Wonderful. What's that hopeful? I think as adults, we, we are so tempted to believe the lie that when, when God the Father comes to give the Holy Spirit, he's like, not you. I'll give it to you. And that kicks me off. Because I think God has such a big heart for his kids that are baptized in his name, that profess him as Lord. Why would he not give the beautiful gift of the Spirit to his, to his kids? And so what, what I love about you guys is, first of all, Callum is like, you read that story. It just, I could feel the spirit just moving inside my own soul. As I heard you reading that, there's such power in your voice. It was awesome. It was so cool. And like watching you guys sort of spread out like little bees. You're not bees, but like little bees just handing out these boxes. Like that's that's, that's who the church is. That's what God did on Pentecost. And I love that. You know, a lot of times we think the Holy Spirit will come when I do all this other stuff, when I really try to try, and I really do these things. But what I love is Peter says, hey, if you repent and are baptized, you'll receive the Holy Spirit today. There's not this huge master's course. He doesn't have to go through third grade. There's no, there's no math level. There's no reading level. There's nothing. It's the, like, if you repent and be baptized, you'll receive it this way. I think sometimes as, as people, we can, we can really doubt that God would want to be that good and that loving and that giving towards us. So my prayer is that as you have this etched, that this will be etched in your memory of just the beauty of a child handing you a box saying, receive the Spirit. So some questions for all of you. Um, we'll ask the adults first. What was it like experiencing the story with the kids telling it for you? Or what did you notice might be a, a really good question to ask? What moved you? There was a delight. Okay, I love that. What else? There was an enthusiasm. To, you guys nailed the enthusiasm. Good work. Yes. What else? Most Sundays, we don't give out cool hats. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Megan. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Um, real fast, not to throw Bob under the, the bus, but he had his Google Translate on as Ben was talking, and most of the words were wrong, but it was still fun to watch. So, yeah, it's, hard. it's an echoey space. Kids are trying to talk. We're hearing it, and it is probably felt chaotic. That's good. I love that. What else? Maybe one or two others. It was simple. Yeah, simple in a good way. Not all the extra stuff that's not needed. That's good. Yeah. So, Clyde. Hearing Jesus is Lord in different languages. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to think that's what the king, that, that is the kingdom of heaven. Like one day when we stand before God and we hear the great cloud of witnesses shout out Jesus is Lord in all those different languages. Like we, we just got to taste a little bit of what that's going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is the this is the big or well yeah any any more I, I don't want to I don't want to rush through this because I think this is super important kids how about you guys what did you notice about the story it was powerful this is what I hope that we hear about the story that Jesus said I'm gonna go but it's good that I go and I'm going to send my Holy Spirit. When my spirit comes. He's going to empower you to do what I did and to proclaim Jesus's name. And so what we know about the Holy Spirit is we, we know a bunch of things. We know he's a comforter, right? Times get hard. There are days when we're sad. There are times when things are really difficult and the Holy Spirit comes and he comforts us. We also know that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Um, sometimes uh, as an adult, there, there are moments when I'll be doing something and I just get this, this sense like, oh, I should call Caleb Mangum and check in with him. Or Caleb will call me and check in with me. Or, hey, I wonder how Mr. Balecki is doing today. Or we just have these moments where we just sense the Lord doing something. Or sometimes it's even a little bit crazier. Uh, I heard a great story from a young man who was talking about how he really wanted to, to, to do this thing that costs a lot of money. And, and mom was like, well, I don't, I don't know how we're going to afford that. And they were driving. He goes, wait, stop the car. Jumps out of the car, picks up $20 off the bill, a $20 bill off the ground, and says, God's going to provide. Like, that's a Holy Spirit move. And so like, I just want us to realize the Holy Spirit is working. So this is the last question. I want you guys to, we're going to spread back into our sections. And I want to have kids sort of spread around. And this is the question. What do you sense you're hearing from the Holy Spirit today? Because I believe that the Holy Spirit is constantly speaking. He's constantly encouraging. He, he might even be calling some of us to something in this morning. But we're going to spread out into the, our normal seats. So go back to your normal seats. And then kids, I just want you to spread out across the room. And we're just going to spend five minutes with that question. What do you sense the Holy Spirit might be speaking to you this morning? Go. When the worship band comes back up to start singing, you know it's time to fix your attention back. Thank you for listening to the podcast of The Renew Community. This in no way should replace the formation within a community of Jesus followers. If you are looking for a church, would like more information about Renew, or would like to give financially to this ministry, check out our website at renewcommunity.org.